Welcome to Testers Island Discs, your most musical guide to the world of software testing. My name's Neil Studd, and I'll be your castaway companion. Hello, and welcome to a very special festive edition of Testers Island Discs. There's no guests with me today, it's just me, and I'm going to be bringing you an end-of-year roundup of the various Test Bash events that I attended in 2017. I'll be highlighting the talks that you can watch for free on the Ministry of Testing Dojo. All you need to do is create a free club account. And I'll also be selecting a few of my favorites from the conferences that I attended. If you're a pro Dojo member, then you get unlimited access to all of the talks from every Test Bash, which is a really great way of experiencing all of the events, even if you couldn't get to them. I've already set aside some time this Christmas to binge watch all of the presentations from Test Bash Germany, which is one of the ones that I couldn't get to, and I can't wait. Along the way, I thought it would be fitting to play some of my own Christmas Desert Island song choices. But as it's a season of goodwill, I decided to open it up to a community vote on Twitter and on Slack. And there are so many great song selections, both classic and obscure, that I've decided to sacrifice all of my choices. And I'll be playing you the five songs voted by the testing community as their seasonal favourites. And there's one final festive treat. If you stay tuned until later in the episode, there's a competition where you can win a free conference ticket to Test Bash Brighton 2018. Keep listening to find out how you can enter, and maybe you'll be lucky enough to start the new year with a trip to Brighton on the horizon. So let's kick off our song selections with a song that would indeed have featured in my own five choices. It's The Pogues featuring Kirsty McColl with Fairytale of New York, a song that's just turned 30 years old. This was nominated by Nicola Sedgwick, who said this is one of her favourites because it shows that even when things are going bad, you can still find some magic and happiness at Christmas. And Ben Kelly sums it up as... Who doesn't like a festive Irish punch in the guts? So that was The Pogues featuring Kirsty McColl with Fairy Tale of New York. Now the first Test Bash event that I attended in 2017 was Test Bash Brighton back in March. And if you look on the Ministry of Testing Dojo, there's a free talk from Del Devar with his talk Step Back to Move Forwards, a software testing career introspective. Del is someone that I've known for a couple of years through the Test Bash scene, but it's the first time I'd seen him speak and he was both entertaining and insightful as he took us on a journey through his career. One of the most interesting revelations for me was that we don't all necessarily need to head towards management. Management isn't necessarily the end game for all testers. He showed how testers can bring value regardless of of where they go in their career. But also that it's important to learn how to spot the opportunities that are open to you. Another great talk that's available on the dojo is by Gwen Diagram and Ash Winter, titled How to Turn a 403 into a 202 at the API Party. This is a really good example of a practical test bash talk full of tips on how to craft testable, scalable APIs, stuff that I have to do every day. And also some really useful ways of generating test ideas around that, including a a mnemonic called BINMEN, which I still use to this day. Another talk that's available on the dojo if you have a paid-for account is by Tobias Geyer, titled Let's Talk About Ethics and Software Testing. 
This visually is a very good talk because Tobias is wearing an amazing suit. It's based on the 80s TV test card. So visually, it's already very appealing. But he's also got lots of important messages about how we consider ethics in our day-to-day work and whether it should be treated much like we treat the other illities in software testing, whether it should be an important consideration of our day-to-day work. And it's full of really interesting examples to make you think about how you would have dealt with those situations. On the dojo, if you're a free member, you can also see the 99-second talks that happened. I did a 99-second talk with my screen testing co-host, Dan Billing, talking about pursuing your passions, specifically because we'd just launched the screen testing podcast. I was going to drop it into this episode, but to be honest, it's a bit rambly. I found myself saying, um, a lot. I was only two episodes into podcasting, so I hadn't really trained myself to talk better, (laughs) talk more good, like I do now. I talk good. But having recorded 30 podcast episodes since then, it's really weird to see how much more comfortable I've become with public speaking just over the course of this year. The day after Test Bash Brighton was the open space, and I am a massive fan of the open space format. You always go into those days not knowing what to expect and always finding a rich selection of treats there. This year, I found myself helping people to solve problems they're having in their own workplace. Also some more off-the-wall talks, such as how you overcome writer's block, the art of self-publishing. And Dan and I recorded a live episode of screen testing based on the Star Wars holiday special with a bunch of special guests, and that was a great deal of fun. Which brings us to the second festive song selection, as voted for by you. And it's another which has firmly passed into the modern classics category. It's Mariah Carey with All I Want for Christmas Is You. It was picked by Jesper Otterson, who picked it because it's featured in The End of Love, actually. And it wasn't even the only song from Love Actually that was nominated. Special mention to Thomas Rinker, who picked Billy Mac's Christmas Is All Around. I actually haven't seen Love Actually. I'm going to sit down and watch it tonight for the first time, so we'll see how that goes. And All I Want for Christmas Is You was also picked by Diana Wendriff who said, because it's the best song ever, and it reminds her of when she was little and all her cousins would be around to play with during the holidays. That was, of course, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And fast forward to Test Bash Manchester 2017 back in October. If you go on the Ministry of Testing Dojo with a free club account, you can find two free talks by local speakers, Jem Hill and Claire Reckless. Jem Hill's talk was called AUT, Anxiety Under Test, all about how we're well tuned to look after our physical health, but we're less experienced with dealing with our mental health. She gave us some really useful ways of finding focus, but also recognising that sometimes it's okay to let your mind wander. Distraction can be a really powerful thing. For instance, it can really reduce your chance of fretting unnecessarily over something that you can't deal with. And Claire Reckless's talk was titled The Fraud Squad, Learning to Manage Imposter Syndrome as a Tester. This was a talk all about how we manage our own internal expectations, balancing not only our fear of failure, but sometimes we're we're also scared of succeeding. She showed us how to train ourselves to celebrate our accomplishments, becoming more comfortable with failing and avoiding unnecessary comparisons to others. 
Now, when I make notes at conferences, I tend to scribble red underlines under the really important messages of a talk. And Claire's talk was the talk this year that had more red underlines than any other talk that I saw. And if you've got a pro dojo account, I'd really recommend checking out Baz Dykstra's talk, Who Guards the Guards, which is a really, really interesting talk about automation with real practical benefits. This is partly an experience report about taking a suite of unreliable flaky tests, finding the value in them and rebuilding them to increase the value with actual worked examples of automation techniques. For example, things like mutation testing and property-based testing, which I conceptually knew about, but Baz actually really showed how you can bring those benefits into the light. You can also see the 99 second talks for free on the dojo. I'm actually gonna play you mine because it went okay. I had to follow Cassandra Lung, who in her inimitable style, wrapped her way through 99 seconds of Jay-Z. <laughs> so I wasn't quite sure how I was gonna follow it, but it went quite well. All right, I'm in trouble now because Cassandra just took my talk. <laughs> so I came up with another one on the fly. Uh, my name's Neil, I'm doing a talk called Just Say Yes, and I wanna start by embarrassing our host, Lee. He came on the screen testing podcast a couple of months back and talked about how he'd been saying yes to more things in his career. Things like coming and being the host at a conference, which he's doing for the first time today. And I just want to hear a round of applause for how brilliant Lee has been. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, 60 seconds more. <laughs> but it's funny because it's funny that Lee is something of an outlier in that he says yes to everything. It feels like it's something we should all be doing more often. I'm sure you've said no to things in your own life or you've heard people in, in your workplace saying, that's not my department, I don't do that, I can't do that. I feel like we should be taking more of those opportunities and saying, okay, maybe I don't know how to do that, but I feel like I want to or I can do it. This is something that Michael brought up at the end where he talked about us, how we should be responsible testers. Just because we don't know how to do something doesn't mean that shouldn't become part of our role, something that couldn't advance ourselves and our team if we did it more often. We shouldn't be afraid of upskilling because ultimately that's gonna end up holding the team back somewhat. Martin also was talking about how we've got these deeply entrenched beliefs about what we do. We need to get out of that rut. We need to start doing more things with our lives and seeing what happens when we do say yes. Just a couple of small tips I have. First of all, just one of the classic catchphrases is fake it till you make it. I've been doing that with podcasts this year. Um, I'm making it up as I go along. I'm learning lessons the hard way. I'm forgetting to hit record sometimes. We all make mistakes. We get over them. And one of the other catchphrases that uh, Grace Hopper said was to ask for forgiveness, not permission. Just go ahead and do it. As long as you're in a safe environment, just give it a try. Even if you fail, you'll learn, and you'll be a stronger person off there. Goodbye. Excellent. Well done, Mike. Well done. That was my 99-second talk from Test Bash Manchester, some of which we touched on last episode with Alan Page. And now we come along to the third Christmas song selection from you nice folks out there. The third choice is a real classic. It's Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song. This was picked by Hugh McCamphill, who said, In a sea of non-classy Christmas songs, this one just envelops you with a sense of warmth and belonging. And Lisa Crispin says that it captures the delight of the holiday. Nat and Cole is just the best. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh. And every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly and so i'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to 92 although it's been said 
Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. That was Nat King Cole with the Christmas song, which brings us to Test Bash Philadelphia from last month, aka the Test Bash that I spoke at. Now, my talk isn't free on the dojo, but two that are were by BJ Abberley and by Amber Race. BJ's talk was called Testing an App That No One Can See. It was all about an assistive navigation app called Sedalium, which he's built, and how we often think of augmented reality as just being a fun little thing for games and apps like Pokemon Go, but how this technology can make a real difference to, for example, the visually impaired. BJ told a story about how he was able to test and gather requirements for a project where he couldn't necessarily put himself into the shoes of a typical user. For example, how can he tell whether the object detection was getting objectively better or worse between builds? And how solving those problems led to producing higher quality software. And not to spoil it, but he weaves a very interesting and powerful story throughout that talk as well. Amber's talk was titled Crossing Over, How Developing a Feature Made Me Love Testing Even More. She talked about building bridges between developers and testers, which test bashes are generally very good at. Pointing out that we shouldn't see ourselves as the Robin to a developer's Batman. We're not sidekicks. We have our own special powers. And in that way, we're more like Hermione from Harry Potter. This was Amber's tale about what happened when she stepped over that fence to develop a feature. How it helped to reshape some of her thoughts and interactions with the team. And how that experience has added to her testing mindset. In terms of talks that I'd recommend... There's so many. Uh, Ash Coleman's talk titled I've Got a Feeling, Thoughts About Myself and the State of Testing introduced us to the concept of tester origin stories. People have for ages been talking about how they fell into testing. Ash wanted to share some ideas on how we can better guide people into the industry and to avoid falling into common diversity and inclusion traps as we do it. Also a recommendation for Gene Gottimer's talk Tests Your Pipeline Might Be Missing which pairs nicely with Baz's talk from Manchester. It was another talk full of actual practical advice and techniques around automation and pipelines. Ideas of tools that you can take back into your workplace. It's only been a month, but I've already put several of these into daily use. And as I said, I did a talk as well called Continuous Quality, Moving Beyond Bug Reports. It's not available for free on the dojo. If you're a pro member, you can see it. And of course, I would recommend it. But I will be bringing an extended version of this talk back to the UK at a couple of local meetups in early 2018. That brings us to the fourth song selection voted for by the testing community as one of their favourite festive songs. This one is a classic carol called Carol of the Bells, composed by Mikola Leontovich. There have been a load of different versions of this. The recording I'm using is actually the one that was featured in Home Alone. This was nominated by Brent Jensen, who said that it's complex and simple at the same time. It's hard to get out of your head, but the more you listen to it, the more you discover. Jasmine Smith says, I just love this song. It's been one of my favourites since I was young. It was voted for by Kate Polk. And also fellow Test Bash Philadelphia speaker Gene Gottimer gave a head nod to a reworking of the song by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, titled Christmas Eve Sarajevo, which takes the traditional Carol of the Bells and intermixes it with hard rock. This is the traditional version of Carol of the Bells.
That was Mikola Leontovich's Carol of the Bells. And that brings us to competition time. As you'll know from listening to this podcast, it's produced in partnership with the Ministry of Testing, without whom this would be a completely different experience. They provide me with not only the infrastructure to host and promote the podcast, but they also help me to cover my production costs, which is really important to me because it means that, for example, the podcast is registered with the PRS, who are the Performing Rights Society, which means that we can legally play song clips and that royalties get paid back to the creators of those songs. And it also helps me to fund my own trips to Test Bash events, which goes a long way to helping me further my own career, so I'm incredibly grateful to them. So I wanted to give something back, and that brings me to my Christmas gift to you, or to one of our listeners anyway. I've purchased an extra ticket to Test Bash Brighton, which I'll be giving away at random to one lucky winner. But enough of the talking, I'm guessing you want to find out how you can enter. Well, first of all, the small print. The prize is a ticket to attend the Test Bash Brighton Conference Day. That's on Friday the 16th of March 2018. And the Test Bash Brighton Open Space. That's on Saturday the 17th of March 2018. It doesn't include the pre-Test Bash workshops, but there are a wide selection of those to choose from if you wanted to add one on. And it doesn't include travel and accommodation, so you'll have to make your own way to and from the event. The winner will be picked at random from all the correct answers on January the 1st, and I'll contact the winner by email to make arrangements to get their ticket to them. So here's how to enter. It's very straightforward because at this time of year, I don't really have the time or energy to do anything complicated. All you have to do is answer one question, the answer to which you would have heard earlier in this episode. And that question is, which Christmas movie am I going to watch tonight? If you know the answer, email it directly to me. My email address is neil at neilstud.com and make sure you include test bash competition in the subject line. And if you're picked at random from the list of correct answers, then I'll be seeing you at Test Bash Brighton in March next year. So on to the final song selection that the community came up with, and this was the most popular choice and also one of the most recent songs to get nominated. This falls firmly into the novelty category. It's the darkness with Christmas time, don't let the bells end. It was picked by Aaron Hodder. It was picked by Stephen Denman, who said that it's just a ridiculously cheesy Christmas song, but also with a great rock sound, everything that a Christmas song should have. And Oz, at Oz Loves You on Twitter, says it's silly and it's fun. So that was The Darkness, Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End, a fitting way to end a particularly festive episode. Those are the only five we had time for. Those are the rules. We had more than 20 different songs nominated in total. Some honourable mentions. Firstly, some classics. Katja Butnikov nominated Chris Rea's Driving Home for Christmas. Chris Chant voted for The Waitresses' Christmas Wrapping. Tracy Baxter nominated The Ronettes' Sleigh Ride. Katie Payton nominated John Bon Jovi's Please Come Home for Christmas. And Simon Pryor picked a modern classic, Coldplay's Christmas Lights. 
Some more obscure nominations. James Sheesby Thomas picked Coventry Carol as performed by Maddie Pryor and the Carnival Band. Tony Gutierrez nominated You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Former guest Paul Grazaffi nominated King Diamond, No Presents for Christmas. Stephen Knopf picked Jethro Tull's Ring Out Solstice Bells. Jenny Bramble picked Reverend Glenn Armstrong with Even Squeaky From Love's Christmas, which I've listened to on YouTube and it's quite something. And Rob Waring nominated Corey Taylor of Stone Sour with a song called Xmas. I don't know how you pronounce that because it's X-M at symbol dollar sign, but that's uh, quite fruity as well. <laughs> and hopefully that's all left you feeling suitably festive. We'll be back with one more episode before the end of the year. In two weeks' time, you'll hear my interview with Lisa Crispin, which was a really enjoyable discussion that we had over Thanksgiving. And there'll be plenty more to come in 2018. We've got about 30 guests still in the backlog. If you want to sign up to be a guest on the show, you can do so by going to www.testersislanddiscs.com and finding the sign-up form. And all that's left to say is to wish you a happy and relaxing festive season and I look forward to seeing you all in 2018. Bye. Testers Island Discs is brought to you in association with the Ministry of Testing. Written and produced by Neil Studd. Theme music by Tony Lovich. Follow us on Twitter at Testers Island. <laughs> <laughs>